All right, all right. Sorry, I just had to get that out of my we system. We are not interviewing Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> no, 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 definitely <laughs> not. Welcome everybody to Thank You Places. My name is Ryan Durkee, and I am here with Jose Cabral Jr. and the Pleasure. disembodied voice that is Jared Robinson. He is microphoneless, but that's okay, because he is a child of the theater, and he knows how to project. Yep, exactly. <laughs> wow, couldn't have said it better. Exactly. So, we had the pleasure today to interview a local actor, writer, director, am I missing anything else that i should label him thinker philosopher mm -hmm. there was a, a couple of times today that just made you go hmm things that make you go hmm. things that make you go hmm things that make you go hmm. hmm we don't have the rights we don't have the rights but we <laughs> did have the pleasure to talk to cam torres should i call him cameron no. Um. I, I he signs everything, Cameron. As far as uh, in playbills that he for shows he's in, it's always Cameron. It is Cam. So I'll call him Cam then. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> really, really, just you know, respect the hell out of him. Um. Great, great guy. I, I that was it was such a good conversation that we had. Incredible and, conversation. And it really was, and it I felt like. You know, we try to keep it tight here. I feel like we could have had another oh. hour of just We talking. did. After the show, after it finished, <laughs> we probably went on for another hour. And yeah. they're like, hey, we should record some intros. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. We kicked right. him out. That is true. He would have he stayed. He's actually outside talking to Jeff right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm sure Sean will make his way That's over, right. too. Um but yeah, so we had Cam on today, and it was just a wonderful conversation. We got to talk about um, educational theater. We got to talk about uh, drama therapy with theater. We got to talk about his process, the shows that he's writing, and about putting your you know your heart and soul down on on the pages, and then dissecting it and having to see what is needed and what is not needed we talked about some seinfeld we talked about some possible possible <laughs> future projects that he's gonna work on with us or maybe it's just i mean you guys can listen to it and tell us what you think <laughs> ryan thinks he's on board i'm not so sure <laughs> Well, with one, with you know, one out of three isn't it's bad. Right. One out of three, but you'll see what we're talking about there. And then we ranked our favorite. Well, he ranked his favorite. Um, Mike Sure. Mike Sure sitcoms, which uh, you know, and it's not a, just a ranking. He gives depth and, and and talks about why exactly, which I appreciate. Uh, yeah, exactly, because he could have just been like, "Here it is." And then you have to live with it. But, you know, he went into detail. So that's mm -hmm. really nice. Um, but overall, I would say excellent episode. 
with it, him. It's great. It's it gets intellectual. They he they talk about the drive to do community theater compared to um, trying to be professional. Um, yep. Or do professional theater, not yes. be professional. Yes. We're all very professional. Extremely. Anytime we're on stage. We we exude professionalism. Um, So, yeah, I guess you're going to have to determine for yourself whether or not you guys like the episode. But I think that we got a good one here. So get your popcorn and enjoy. Yeah, that's, I've smelled that before. I don't need to be worried. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. We got our uh, publicity team yeah. here at 117 Let Studios. Let me just say, this is so beautiful down here. <laughs> like, aesthetically pleasing? Aesthetically. I was like, wow. This is, this is top of the line. Well, never seen so much <laughs> yeah, I've never, never seen so much... Uh, Drunk, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, well, no, that's that's the we we kind of want to give it. It's kind of this um, <clears throat> rustic vibe. Almost. Absolutely, kind of. Uh, you know, yeah. We we can't even be too fancy. Sure, sure. I mean, we would scare we'd scare away the guests, and they're banging down the doors to come on here right now. I mean, I begged Joey last night. I said, "Man, I'm I'm, I'm craving to talk about myself. Like it's been it's been so long. Like literally two years since someone's asked me questions about my career. So, and I got a lot to say about of it. Of course, nothing's been of happening. <laughs> so you got a lot bottled up, yeah, ready to yeah. get There's out. A lot, lot totally. going on. So here we are with Cam, someone that I've known now for eight, we got it. Yeah, eight years, eight, eight, eight nine years, years yeah. now, eight, yeah. nine years. Never <clears throat> been on stage with you. That's true. I have been directed by you. Yeah. And that was. It was uh, the show with uh, Coast and then that porn we did. Yes. <laughs> so then I actually have been on stage. Film with you, right? <laughs> on stage. Not on stage, but definitely in film. And you kind of, um, yeah, you pulled like very the, generous. the George Clooney. Yeah. I'm gonna direct and be <laughs> in it. That's how I like to do it. And man. you actually, originally, you weren't set to be in that porno. No, no, no. I but, thought, but you wrote yourself into it. That's right. But only the scenes I was in. Well, you know, I was curious. I hope it didn't disappoint. <laughs> no, never. All right, anyway, there it is. Anyway, there you go. Get ready. Get ready. Here we are. <laughs> Here it is. Oh, my gosh. Learning so much about us. <laughs> Here we go. Get ready. 57 minutes of that. Oh, man. I don't know if I could last that long. But anyway, so you, I did get to be directed by you. Yeah. It, on stage. Not on in stage. Film. Not in film. No, that and that was, it's so... It was so different for me because 
you know, you do community theater, which is basically what I had done. And sure, not yeah. to say anything against any director that I have encountered in community yeah. theater. It has nothing to do with them. But it was different, in fact, because it was so much more demanding in that I had to, like, actually... Like, you challenged me to think yeah, about... You gotta, you gotta show up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. But it's true. <laughs> and I... And that was on, that process was only a short little process. It was, yeah. And I can safely say, so this is me saying thank you to you, that... Too kind. Well, you know, I know I need to butter you up before I start <laughs> asking the real hard-hitting yeah, questions yeah, yeah. here. But no, but like, it was so... It was such a learning experience for me. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Cool, and yeah. I just want to know, like, you're, I've seen you on stage. You're obviously an actor. You're, yeah. You're, you're great. Is the directing piece something that you always wanted to do? Or is it something that once you started acting and taking classes, because you went to Emerson, right? Yep. Is that something that you were just started to gain an interest in and wanted to pursue yeah um so the short answer is really no um like i didn't (laughs) i really didn't set out to direct Uh um i just knew i knew very early on after graduating that acting wasn't gonna be enough money Mm -hmm. um and i was gonna have to fill up i was gonna have to really get good at doing a lot of different things Mm -hmm. um and so one of those things was directing, and um, the first thing I directed was with Eli Bigelow uh, out at down at uh, Footlights. E- Eli <coughs> did our theme song. Did he? I did can't wait to that? hear it. When are you gonna play it? Well, <laughs> we'll play it for you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, we could do it live. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Forget it. No, no, we, we can't do it live. I, I you know, I, I can do the drum part. For I, I'm sorry. I, I just am looking. Jared, around. just, just kind of uh, sing it, just as is. Yeah, there you go. I think that it should just be that. Like, if it's not just you guys doing that, then I'm going to be kind of upset. We'll do a special Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, we could do it. But anyway, yeah, I just, uh, pretty early on, I just realized that I needed to get other skills. And so I did, uh, I co-directed Company with Eli um, down at the Footlights, um, uh, down at the Grange in Swansea. Was that Uh, 2015? Yeah, man, that's what, That was the first thing that you directed? Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's my first time. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that was the first thing. That you... Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, you know, Jared and I were talking about this early, but we used to do like dumb skit videos and things like that. And you get some doing that when you're young. You do gain some skills of like knowing, like, oh, this is kind of what I like. This is what I want to happen. And so, like, that is kind of always been there. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you know, that's film and this is stage, so it, there are different skills yeah. in there a little bit, but. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, it all just became about, you know, where the money was going to come from as, as a freelance artist, it's always kind of, um, where it is in the back of your brain is like, when, uh, you know, when's the next paycheck coming from? What do I need to do to make myself more marketable? What do I need to do, uh, to get more skills? Mm-hmm. Um, and then slowly but surely, um. I got the opportunity with Coast. That's creating outreach about addiction support together. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they've since merged with another company called they're now called Second Act. But okay, yeah. And just real, I know what Coast is. Yeah, but just to... what, what can you tell? Yeah, I'll t- I'll tell a little bit about. It. So basically, Coast was uh, founded in Rhode Island, um, and they are they were a uh, nonprofit educational theater that specialized in uh, educational pieces about substance use disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> and so they had a real flagship program, which I. Um, I originated the role, uh, the lead role in that with Rachel Tondrell, mm-hmm. uh, who's a local actress uh, over here. Um, and and then I got a really, really close with the founder and made it very known that I was interested in kind of expanding my role with the organization. And she gave me some directing opportunities. And then I ended up directing you uh, and a gentleman named Paul Kandarian, uh, which was a story based on his life with his son mm-hmm. who struggled with alcohol. Uh, with drug addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and are you, so you're still working for them right now. You're still doing stuff with them. Yeah. And then you had also mentioned that you're doing like educational theater for. It's for second act. Oh, it's yeah. for second act. Yeah. So Is... I'm, I'm still directing with them. Like I had rehearsal for a project uh, last week with Rachel actually. And mm-hmm. Rachel's still direct, uh, with them, acting with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, we had a um, a rehearsal last week uh, for one of their programs. They're st- really they're starting to pick up on the live shows again because yes. obviously COVID, you know, there was a lot of pivoting and things like that, and doing virtual stuff. And my skills as a writer also came into effect there. I helped them rewrite their pro- their first show uh-huh. for like to stand on as a virtual piece. Um, and then I also when the when they finally merged into Second Act, I took a play that was like. Almost thirty years old, and re-edited it and made it a little more modern, a little more nuanced, uh-huh. um, and helped them kind of decide. Really helped them figure out um, what was the story they wanted to tell and the yeah. educational points that they wanted to tell. And so I'm directing that play now. That's so interesting to see theater being used as a tool for educational purposes oh, yeah. and everything. And it's like you know we grew up. We were 90s kids yep. for the most part. It seemed like every single television show that we would probably watch yeah. was kind of educational in a sense. Like, you know, you would have your, like, Absolutely. your awe moments with yeah. Full House and yeah. Boy Meets World and everything like that. But yeah. I just never really thought of it being on stage. And it's really interesting, the thing that I've seen, because I've been in the educational theater sector for almost seven years now mm-hmm. and so maybe even longer and it's interesting to see that kids because like we watch shows we were talking to jared also about this earlier is like there's so many jokes and things that just went right over our head yes right when we were growing up and kids are advancing much quicker now yes they expect a lot more out of their entertainment than they did before. So, like, the after-school special doesn't work anymore. No. It has to be more nuanced. It has to have stakes and drama and be really funny and entertaining. Otherwise, they're going to check out, and they're not going to care about what's happening. And my thing is always, let's – this may be the first time they're ever seeing a play. Let's blow their brain open. Let's make them be like, oh, my goodness, like – I had no idea that the A that theater was possible like this and B, oh my God, like drug addiction is so intense and serious and like I know that like 
my uncle or so-and-so, whoever deals with alcohol problems. Mm -hmm. And like, maybe I can go home and talk to my mom about that and figure out what the stuff is there. It's just so incredibly beneficial. Yeah, it really is. I mean, when I did it with you, I just was so used to here, here's a kick line and here's a sparkly outfit. Now go entertain the blue haired people in the audience, you know? So then to do this, it was just like, it was powerful and you can see how, how, beneficial as you said it really yeah. is to the to the audience in general and yeah. you never know who you're going to reach and you never no. know who's in the audience it's really really powerful uh, and cool yeah that's great um so writing as well yeah. i know that you have written a, a couple of things yeah and what is the play forgive me for that for, I, for, that... for forgetting but I know that, well, I know that you were doing a musical yep. with Eli, Eli and Biglow and Mikey O'Malley, O'Malley yep. biggest head in the business. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can hear him laugh. It's <laughs> of really course lovely. you can. <laughs> so, I love you, Mike. I hope you listen. <laughs> so that is, uh, see, now I'm going to test the two over here. Now, what is the name of the comet that comes every seven? 70... Uh, 87. 80s. Yeah. I knew there was a 7 in there. Yeah. Every 87 years. Halley's What'd you say? Halley's or Halley's? Which one is it? I went in between that. Yeah. I went in between that I think it's, I believe it's Halley's, right? I think it's Halley's. Uh, no, I think it actually is pronounced Haley. Is it really? So, <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, we've been working on this musical, Eli Bigelow, Michael Malley, and I, uh, for almost 10 years. Uh, we started basically when you and I met was was around the same time that Mike and Eli approached me with this idea Um, and so many iterations of that show have existed in that time but one of them I got super particular about how to pronounce the name Hallie's and so in the script certain people pronounce it one way and other characters pronounce it another way I was like who the hell is ever gonna give a shit about this like why am I doing that uh and so obviously that's not a thing anymore in the script because it does not matter it adds nothing to the plot nothing to the story um it just pretentious (laughs) well you know sometimes a little touch of that is pretty good yeah Yeah, you know I mean a dramaturg might come hunting for me but yeah it's okay. I think I have, you know, good reason why it's not. That. So, all right. So, just quick sidebar. Yeah. So, Hallie, Haley. Yeah. Whatever. Hallie's you, comment. Yeah. So, you've been working on that for a while. I Long know time, that you have. Yeah. So, did you see Tick, Tick, Boom at all? Because that's basically about, that was Jonathan Larson, like, trying to write something. Yeah. And you can you identify did you look at that and be like yeah i can this is i can gut-wrenching. Um, i can identify i mean we've never gotten close like jonathan lawson of course, has of course so we've never even had that like in the movie if people have seen it like he gets this like chance to show his like very strange sci-fi opera um and uh <clears throat> but we ne- we've ha- had that moment yet mm-hmm. and hopefully one day it'll come but um, so we haven't gotten that close, but, um, but yeah, can you repeat just a little bit of that question? What was the, it was could, like a two-parter. It, it was a two-parter. Um, could you, like, did you look at, like, the yeah. agony and everything yeah. that goes into it? I can it. certainly relate to it. As I've gotten older, mm-hmm. um, I really try to not let that stuff get to me. 
mm-hmm. because it can, as an, any kind of artist, you know, and all of that is also ego. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like I'm meant for more. I'm meant to do something. I'm meant. I'm meant for this. I'm meant for that. And I, I did. There was a portion of my life where, yeah, that those were the thoughts I was having. Yeah. Like this was. I'm meant to do this. I'm meant to for something more, and um, it can get really, really depressing. And when when those things are happening, or you you want something so badly, but you don't really know the road to get there, because you live in Fall River and you don't have the resources to move to New York or get in the places that things like that can really happen, and mm-hmm. so you have to. And so I've spent, you know, I think real honestly, the last two or three years since the pandemic, really kind of being faced with that reality of like maybe that isn't the end all be all and maybe that's okay you know like there are ways to fulfill yourself as an artistic person that don't have to do with anybody else um and it can just be for you and like it doesn't need to explode or be huge or get you a million dollars it can just be for you yeah that's okay that's still art no i completely agree with that and that was I'm all yeah. about it. no, yeah, exactly. You know, Fuck it's yeah, it's right. tough. You it know, is it is for you, and it it took me, you know, thirty years to get there. But and I hope that I don't get tricked into going down the other side again. But yeah. because uh, it's much better and much healthier on this side when you're not constantly thinking about when am I gonna, how am I gonna get there, what am I gonna do, what, you know. I, um, yeah, and that that anxiety of like, oh, I'm gonna die, and that no one's ever gonna know, you know, how brilliant I was. Yeah, you know, what I mean, that's kind of the energy that Larson has, or at least that is presented in the film and the, the film, musical, yeah. you know. And I think for a lot of young artists, it's really toxic. Uh, I, I makes me nervous for a lot of young people because it builds this idea that like, art to be an artist, you have to suffer, mm-hmm. and that's not true. No, you do not have to suffer. It's to be so an funny that was it. Yeah. That was the, I think, the universal belief of, like, the starving artist. Yeah. is like, that is just what it had to be. And I don't, I think something that may have changed that, in a sense, is the fact that now you can, we have phones. You can just open up TikTok or Instagram or Twitter, whatever, and you can just put whatever you want on film. And then within seconds, you have the ability of having it be available to millions yeah. of people. Yep. It's like, I don't know if anybody in the room has been on TikTok or is familiar with um, I love it. The, the, the group, the two girls that created the Bridgerton musical. Okay. Um, they, they, so Bridgerton was gigantic. Yeah. It was a huge Netflix hit. And they went on Netflix and they decided, like, there's so much emotional drama here that they started writing songs. And they're both brilliantly talented songwriters and singers um, and composers. And then they started live streaming them writing. Mm-hmm. And there's also now this huge, our generation in particular, loves behind the scenes oh. stuff. We love knowing how things are made. Yes. And I just thought that was freaking brilliant. That they they were like, come on, come back here and watch us write. Watch us figure out which word to put here. Like, that is so cool because that's the that's the, that's the funnest stuff about collaborating. Yeah. It's like when you're like, what's the right word? What's the right rhyme? How do we get it? And then when you figure it out together, it's like this this 
there's not a better high in the, in the on the planet. Yeah, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> and so like that is like to your point. It's like, and they're they're so famous now. Like I'm pretty sure they're in the process of writing an original musical. They mm-hmm. have producers behind them. Like they're gonna go places. Like you will know their names within five years. Wow. Yeah. De- definitely. That's crazy. Wow. That's so wow. So yeah, it's crazy. Look, the, you're right about the behind the scenes stuff. Like, it's just, I know that, I mean, I can just remember watch, and this is just a snippet, just watching, like, um, I don't know, any sitcom when we were growing up. Yeah. And then sometimes they would have the the blooper yeah. that they would show, like, after the credits or whatever. And that was always, like, kind the, of the most interesting <laughs> thing. And it's yeah. like, and that's the reason why, because does it, it, it humanizes yeah. people. And it's just like, you look at actors and you're just like, oh, my gosh, wow. Yeah. But you forget that. I still, to this day, like, every two, three months, I'll go on YouTube and just watch clips of Julie Lee Dreyfus laughing. Oh my on Seinfeld, and that might just mean that I'm like completely in love with her. Uh, so am I, you know. I, I love her, and I was like, "How do I find somebody that has a laugh like that?" And then I met my wife. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, watching, uh, watching her, watching how upset, and that was the thing that was always so crazy to me. Just talking about Seinfeld for a second is that Michael Richards would get so oh, he's so intense mad yeah. at her yeah because particular and and it's just like dude you're making these people laugh like don't you like as someone that does comedy like if i make someone laugh i'm happy yeah he's (laughs) just you know people like that he's just in a different school right it's like he he would plan everything meticulously yeah like every single weird sound he ever made that was intentionally planned out which is just wild because exactly. it just looks so natural. Yeah. And like this dude just crazy. It's crazy Kramer. But that was Michael Richards just being so incredibly specific every time. And so he would get frustrated because he's trying to give 110% on each take. And sure, like you're, you're not curing cancer. So take, take a breath. Yeah. Um, you know, like there's no reason to be an asshole about it, but I can't understand how some people would. That's just how their process is. No, but you can't be a jerk about it. You're no, you're absolutely right. Oh man, Seinfeld. We could we could talk about that for another. Yeah, no, forget it. That would be a lot of episodes. But so, (laughs) so you wrote. um, You were working on the musical with yeah, so I've been working on the musical with Mike and Eli for a while and. That's still a work in progress. Yeah, we're we so back in 2020, we we kind of did a re, big revamp mm-hmm. of the first act. We invited a bunch of people via Zoom to come read it and listen. Um, did you guys give get us invited? Feedback. Joey got invited. Joey got invited. Jared, you got invited. No, he'll be at the next one. Yeah, he'll That's be at the next one. I I was actually waiting for my invite. Yeah, he'll be at the next one. Um, oh. <laughs> I, you will be at the next one. <laughs> Like, that's not even me being kind. Um, I don't. Oh, I don't have a. I don't have a, a choice. You don't have a choice. Okay. That's um, but yeah. So we spent, and then we got a lot of great feedback from that, and then we that's spent great. the last year and a half rewriting the whole show. Um, and yeah, I I don't know. I just think it's in the best place it's ever been. And I really, just, I have so much. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been with it so long, but it's like yeah. I know those characters so well and so deeply, and like 
I it's 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 my baby. Yeah. Like it really is. Um and so I just I've been saying to the guys for so long, like I just wanna hear it. I wanna hear a chorus of people sing these songs and say these lines um and do these scenes uh so badly. It's like yeah. right now that's the goal. It's not a production. Yeah. It's not getting it anywhere. Yeah. It's just I just need to hear it. Yeah, of um, course. That's the goal right now. And so we're hoping that we can do that. Um, hopefully this this fall we'll have a complete draft of the entire show, Act 1 and Act 2, um, which is exciting. Well, um, I think that when you get to that point, yeah, that we should have you and Eli yeah. and whomever yeah, come and back. Yeah, totally come down for and that. And just do... A you know, reading or maybe perform yeah, something. Perform I think that would be stuff great. Or you like to play some music. We could talk about the show and, you know, yeah. get people hyped. I know that the three of us were talking about really trying to maybe do a, a state, real stage reading yeah. at, at the Fire Barn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's just, that's the dream right now, man. Like that, and that is something I've learned too, right? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's trying to figure out what the steps are in the dream. Yeah. Because right? it's so easy to have just a dream, but you got to figure out what the first steps are uh, and then make that the thing. Right? Don't think about what comes after that. Just yeah. think about like how do we get to this first phase and then see what happens after that. Because we might do the thing and be like, wow, no one liked it. It's just not good. We, we, it's time. It's time. We did it. We have our drafts. We've done it. We've put everything into it. We got to hear it. And I, I really hope and really want to believe that I will have peace if it comes to that because right now the biggest goal is to hear it and if I hear it and I'm like and I see it and I see people do it and it's not what I think it could be or should be and we've done everything we possibly can with it then maybe it is time and that's just that's a whole other thing it's like deciding when a piece just doesn't have life anymore yeah um but this this new draft I'm so so excited about that's great i'm that, i'm really happy to hear that because i know how long you guys have been working on it and yeah. everything so that's amazing to hear yeah um and that that's so about talking about what you have to do like i just know for myself that whenever i have like a project that i'm going to embark on or anything like my mind just yeah, is focused on everything at first and i'm just and I don't become successful in what I'm trying to do so, until I can minimize. You gotta make and it break, small, it, break down. it down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So and it's really hard to do that. It's hard to get in that habit, but especially yeah. when you're excited about something too, because then you're just thinking about all the different possibilities yeah. and all the things that can happen, yeah. and it's just like so. I writing, yeah. I think is, and you know this as someone that is is a writer, it's like you're just breaking it down and not thinking about everything yeah and it just simplify the process for the most part the hardest thing about writing is writing yeah because you go to sit down and write and you think of like eight different ways to write the thing and then you don't end up writing it at all exactly because it's too intimidating yes and the the trick the hardest thing to do is to get in a headspace where it just doesn't matter get it wrong just get it wrong like uh, and it's really hard to do that. It's really hard to just be like, no one has to read this version of mm-hmm. this scene. Just get it wrong. Get this version out and then look at it. 
Yeah. And because the fun for me is the editing. That's where I have the most fun is like trying to take the thing that I threw up on a page and then being like, what pieces do I like? What pieces actually work mm-hmm. in this in this scene? And then trying to figure out how to sew it back together. Um, that's the funnest part. Man, this is wow. <laughs> I no, I love hearing about this. This, this and I'm gonna say one of the reasons why I liked working with you so much is yeah. because I know how intelligent you are, and I know very, very that, kind. It's that, just not true. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it would be so easy for you to be a pretentious prick, and you hide it so well. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't. I can't be. I know it's. I, I know it can be though, and it, it. I think that's just a artistic thing too, right? I mean, you spend a lot of time educating yourself on a thing, and you feel mm-hmm. you put those ten thousand hours in, and you feel like an expert. You feel, but you know, you're always going to learn something new, um, and so I just try not to uh, try to calm my ego, man. It's and it's yeah. tough. Have you ever written something that you thought? Yes. Um, just that's a killing your darlings. You know, we so we Haley's Comet's a great example. That show started with twenty main characters, which is insane. <laughs> and they all had these really great storylines. Each of them had a great storyline. It was like love actually. It was, it was. And and but after a while it was just kinda like certain stories are coming growing faster than others or certain stories you feel more connected to and uh, there was this one group that we were all three of us were really hesitant to get rid of this was this um, this uh, this married couple with this re- these religious undertones basically and um, <clears throat> a man came back to the park you know that the, the show takes in and takes place in and he's trying to rekindle his affair that he had with her husband um, and we just thought that that was so unique, uh, and uh, and like you know says something about the, the you know the gay experience. But then at the end of the at the what happened was other stories were obviously blooming, and then it became like, well, is this even ours to tell, right? Like, can we can we tell this right? I don't I don't think we can. And so that's when a moment you have to just be like, as much as I love this, as much as I love the songs that we've been writing for this. It just isn't fitting in our world anymore. It's also just too dark of a story for what we were to our the story that's turning it's turning into is filled with hope mm-hmm. and love and light and all of these wonderful things about life. Um, and that story, as much as we all loved it and loved those characters, it just did not fit anymore. We had to let it go. Wow. Yeah, that must be really difficult. Just it's to hard, like, man. It's hard. yeah, that uh, dissecting the show and oh, yeah. cutting everything out. I mean, I'm one like the guys if they were here would tell you. I once you bring up a cut and I and I see that it could work, it has to go. It has to go. Yeah. Because the moment that my brain is like, yeah, it works. I got to I got to kill it. I got yeah. to. Um it works without it. Like if it's a line or or whatever and uh yeah, if I see that if someone suggests that cut needs to happen and i agree with it uh-huh. D- despite what the other, the other two guys say it takes me a lot they'd have to work very hard to convince me otherwise 
because uh, I'm also more about efficiency than anything. I always want to make sure that things are moving, plots moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I feel also something's dragging, mm-hmm. that's another thing that I'm always really aware of. Like, we can save time. Well, let's, let's just save time. Yeah. Um, so to move away from yeah, Haley's right. comment yeah. now, even though, I mean, that's <laughs> – we could talk about that even talk. Lo- on, even longer. Yeah. It's very interesting. But you also you did a one man show. I did, yeah. And what? Uh, it's don't feed the bear. Don't feed. I thought it was don't wake the bear. I mean, close. Uh, yeah, definitely I, don't want to wake it either. No, definitely uh, not. So yeah, don't feed the bear. Yeah, one man show. Yeah. You. Yeah, it was me. How? What was the runtime on that? Just so I can get. Um, a, a... it was about forty five minutes. Okay. I think it was forty seven. 47 minutes yeah. of you on stage. Nonstop, yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Um, what was it like to – what is the feeling that you had, okay? Yeah. Because you put that show on, yeah. right? You did. So what is the – can you describe the feeling that you got knowing that you put your heart and soul on this pa- on the pages – and then it came to fruition. Yeah. And then you put it on for an audience by yourself. I mean, I'm I, sure I, it was with the help. production. It was a brown box theater project. So yes. it was produced. Uh, and I didn't self-produce. But um, so, yeah, it was it was interesting because when it when it was being decided that they were going to actually do it, like I submitted uh, through their, you know, uh, new playwrights program that they were mm-hmm. doing at the time. And um and they, they all agreed that they liked the script and it was low cost mm-hmm. and it was in a good slot and it, all the stars aligned. And um, the the director of the piece that I had picked and the executive director both were like, Cam, I think you have to do it. Because I, originally I was on the fence about doing it and because it goes back into ego, right? And then I eventually did do it. Um, because I also desperately wanted to. Like, yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I didn't. Yeah. Um, but I needed them to tell me it was okay. Um, but in, in hindsight, I kind of wish I hadn't, honestly. You kind of wish you hadn't I, done it? I wish I hadn't been in it. Really? Yeah, I wish I, had, I, wish I hadn't been in it. Um, mainly because it's my first play that I wrote. Mm-hmm. That was done, and I missed out on that playwright experience of getting to kind of see it. Instead, I was an actor in a play. Uh, um, okay, you know, and that's interesting. I didn't expect that um, because you're. Ju- I'm just learning the lines that I wrote. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and it's difficult to like, you know, parse through it. You have to really kind of separate writer from actor in that point, um, in a lot of ways. But it was an incredible experience. Like it was amazing. Um, and I still, I love that play so much. I mean, that's, like you said, literally my heart and soul is yeah, in that play. Of course. Um, it's really funny looking, uh, even back now I read it again or whatever and I remember it and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in here that is about me mm-hmm. and about who I am that I didn't even realize Yeah. when I, when I wrote it. Is that now, is it put to bed? Do you think that you would, would you? I'd love to see it happen again. The, Without you being in Without it. Without me being in it. Would I, you want to direct it? No. No. Okay. No, my stance these days is like I want uh, the experience as a playwright to just kind of hand it over to somebody. Okay. And see what they do with it. Because I also, I get, you know, you write something in a way 
that you're like, this is how it should be done. Mm-hmm. And I'm also an actor, so I, know, I also know how I think it should be performed. And that's just not a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think it's important to, for me to at least have one experience, you know, where I get to just hand it over and put trust into, some, into another group of people. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be really beneficial for me. Hmm. <laughs> and that was for for Brown Box? Brown Box Theater Project. Yeah. Do you still, are you still associated with them? You still do work with them? I was. I did, uh, I just, this past summer, I did their um, their final Shakespeare tour, okay. Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that door, that tour, they decided to close their doors. Yeah. Um, not for anything related to COVID or anything like that, but the exec- executive director, who's a great friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, just decided that, like, he wanted to move on. Like, the, the company was doing so well and was growing and expanding, but it still was very much running a theater company's hard, especially oh, yeah. when there's not millions and millions of dollars uh-huh. to, to help offset time and money. Like, I was working for them on staff as well for a long time, but... You know, I was just a contracted employee. Like, yeah. I wasn't paid a salary, wasn't paid hourly wage. Like, and so he just decided, like, this isn't able to grow as fast as it needs to, to be able mm-hmm. to sustain, you know, the lifestyles of myself or the people that I care about that are a, p- a part of this thing. And he decided that it was time. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so we're coming up on the summer. Yeah. And that's summer stock theater time. And I know that you've done shows at Cape Rep. Yeah. Are they still, I mean, I imagine they're still still in operation, right? I don't know what happened. They just did a beautiful redesign of their space. Oh, did they? I haven't gotten to see inside yet, but the pictures of the outside, it just looks gorgeous. Um, Their space, guys. It's uh, really, really cool. I don't know. Have either one of you ever been there? Where is it? It's in Orleans, Mass? So it's, yeah, it's right out on the Cape. And it's like the elbow. Yeah, yeah, it's the elbow exactly, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it is—it's an old barn. Yeah, right. Like it's yeah. it, it's 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 a barn. Yeah, and they and just also opened up across from that. They they opened up like a black box. Oh, okay. Theater. Oh, yeah. so now they have two. They, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the, and they also have an outdoor space. And I think right now because of COVID, they're moving. It seems that they're moving most of their stuff to the outdoor space. They're doing full outdoor events, which it's just brilliant. That's just how, yeah. How great is that? Um, but yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do you? Yeah. Would you? Because you did Jerusalem there. Did Jerusalem and there? And you did, did full, Monty. full Monty. Yeah. Would you consider doing something else there? Oh, absolutely. I'll go yeah. back there in a second. Yeah. Uh, are they? Do you? Do you have any plans for this um, summer or? No, I mean they do a traditional audition process. Yep. Um. And so I haven't seen any auditions go out as of yet. Um, and right now, uh-huh. I, I don't think this year it's in the cards for me to really be doing much theater. Okay. I just started a new corporate job because COVID is real and horrifying for freelance artists. Okay. Yeah, you got to pay the bill somehow. <laughs> uh, and so I just I just kind of pivoted into that, and it's going well, and I'm enjoying that. Um, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier of like mm-hmm. – you know, it doesn't need to be the end all be all. Exactly. And kind of, yep. if it's if it's fulfilling you in some way, it's doing its job. Um, and so, and also just, you know, my wife and I want to go on vacation. You know, we want to do other things with our summer this year. I think, um, and putting our time into other stuff than than that. 
about I'm sure I'll be doing some small things here and there, yeah. but I don't think a production like that because that requires a ton of travel, of um, and also for me to have I had to stay there a couple of nights a week too yeah. because of the rehearsal process mm-hmm. and the shows and everything like that too. So yeah. I don't think it's in the cards this year. But so ultimately, definitely. then that means that you are free this summer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's two projects that uh-huh. I'd like to All talk right. to you well, about. What are they? All right. The, the 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 first one yeah which I, I get your thoughts you could be involved in any capacity whatever you want okay are you familiar with the movie tenacious D and the pick of destiny I am familiar with it I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing okay I would love to turn that movie yeah into a stage production good luck <laughs> <laughs> You know how much money that would be, man. You get, you know Jack Black. <laughs> uh, you really think? Yes. You really think? It's his band, dude. It. Do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Reach out to him on Twitter. That's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would reach out to him, obviously. Yeah, reach out to him on Twitter. Okay, but so when he, he agrees, might to you. Right, we might have to leak that out. <laughs> the name of the movie. Yeah, maybe the name of the movie. <laughs> Are you not singing no, it? No, but yeah, I'm not singing. I'm not doing it for for money. I mean, you can talk about stuff. If you stuff. want to tell all of our listeners what your idea is, they might get to it before you do. Oh, that's true. That's true. You can never trust an artist, it man. That's true. See, but you, I, I look at it as I have it on record now. So but you want to do it? So look, I think it'd be amazing to do. That's public domain, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a good idea. I think I think if Jack Black heard this, he'd be like, "Oh shit!" Uh, I would be totally fine with it. I <laughs> and think he'd roll needs, with it. I think maybe. that it needs to happen. I yeah. think that it would make an incredible stage production. I think it'd it be would super too. cool. It'd be really funny. So okay, so thanks for crushing my dreams. Sorry, man. One. I'm <laughs> so, I'm also like this weird, <laughs> weird realist sometimes. Okay, so here is the next one. We talked about this last week. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, so n- next Sunday. We have Pam Morgan on. Cool, yeah. Okay, and Great. her uh, her husband came up with the most fantastic sequel idea to a musical. Okay, Annie Two. <laughs> okay, okay. And what it is? Yeah, is Annie's grown up. Okay, Annie is now elderly. <laughs> And <laughs> not even, not even no, no, like no, we mid adult. Like you just skip. We just went right to the okay. right. Now to the it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So she lives in a retirement, geriatric care, assisted living, whatever. And she is it just the same movie except now she's in an elderly home <laughs> she's yeah. treated she's treated poorly by oh, like the head doctor really funny. or whatever <laughs> and then leaves yeah just leaves okay and maybe some you know millennial young millennial finds annie geriatric annie okay and then boom and then there you go and then you have it so then you know, she gets she gets brought in. Wow. You know, we have the Miss Hannigan character. Okay. Who is coming after her. Sure, yeah. Trying to find her. Who knows? But it's very bare bones. Yeah. We don't 
we have the title. So in this version, Miss Hannigan's immortal. No, no. Let's Miss <laughs> <laughs> Hannigan. It's it's Carol Burnett. It's still played by Carol Burnett. Yeah, I mean she is a god. No, no. It's it's but, it's the yeah. it's the Miss Hannigan inspired. Got like it. what I was thinking of is what we said on. Is Hal? Yeah, we from, gotta do uh, the Annie universe. You know what you should be doing? You should be doing a Daddy Warbucks origin story. Well, <laughs> well let's yeah, see. Come on. Or a Miss Hannigan origin story. Why is she so evil? I mean, Disney loves that stuff now. They just did Cruella. Cruella. Like, what? Why is Miss Hannigan so evil? Why is she drinking so much? Let's find out her dark past. I bet it's. I bet it's messed up. Do you think Disney would be the one to do that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I think Disney owns it. Honestly. Does Disney own Annie? Well, I know that I know that uh, Goodspeed. Goodspeed owns the musical, right? But I don't they know who everything. they own it all. Everything goes through. Goodspeed. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. so it's not Disney, but so they they produced the it. Right to do it. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. We do. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> okay, so if you could, because you've already said that you're free for the summer. Yeah. So if you. <laughs> Mistake. Yeah, sorry. You know, I'm looking at my calendar right now, and there's a lot of stuff going on, man. I don't know. There may be a lot of stuff going on, but is it as good as Annie 2? Annie I mean, 2. Come on. Annie's Revenge. <laughs> so, okay. All right. So, yeah, just work on that, and then you have let a me third know. pitch. I think maybe that will be the sweet spot. A th- oh, a third pitch? We do have a third pitch. We do have a third pitch, okay? How about, well, yeah, how about Cubicle the Musical? Oh. This is a good idea. <laughs> yes. He just sat forward. This is seat. a good idea. I remember Jared talking about yeah. this, like, during Spring Awakening. Oh, it's right? at least ten years. Ten years. But in. I didn't, but my still. ten years has been way different. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, this is, a, this is actually a really fun idea. I think, I think it's a because, great idea. Because uh, I saw The Office Musical. Yeah. Which tried it's like office parody musical, whatever. It's garbage, dude. It's such garbage. Is it really? Yeah. It's it's it sucks. It makes you be like, why do I even like this franchise anyway? Yeah. Um But Cubicle the Musical is not the office. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just not the office. So it could be its own original thing. Exactly. I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah. And I it, think it's it could be idea. hilarious. It could yeah. be. Um <laughs> It could really be. Funny. It could be really cheap, all fluorescent. All fluorescent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Migraines for all the actors. Exactly. Yeah. Migraines, yeah. 100%. All right, I so, think it's actually funny. All right, so then, okay, so maybe Tenacious D, if we can get Jack Black get, to if agree. If you get Jack Black to agree um, and, you know, $15 million probably. Okay. Annie 2 is a no-go. I don't think so, man. I I don't I don't see how that's gonna go your way, <laughs> man. But the Cubicle musical, I think that has a lot of potential. Cubicle the musical, Cubicle the musical is very funny. <laughs> or musical the cubicle. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Cuticle exactly. The musical. <laughs> yeah. About a nail salon. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that would be fantastic. And then you just do workplace musicals. That, why is that not a thing? That's sh- yeah. We just go down the line. You know, like workplace every, comedies. Like, yeah. Oh, there's man. a huge right now. You know, they are. It's like everywhere. Wow. You know? Okay, so we're going to have so to So you do that. a workplace musical comedy. There's already People already love it. Okay. Then it's, we're sold then. That's what we're going to do. That's the next move. 
I, it can't be that hard, right? We'll write it. We'll finish yeah, by the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Small goals. We talked about this. Small goals. Goal number one, write one song. Hell yeah. There you go. Right now. Uh, <laughs> improv it. Improv it. it. Oh, man. There you go. Joe's at the Joe's, at Joe's the, there. The He's piano. ready. Um, so, no, I just want to know. Yeah. Because you mentioned The Office. Yeah. Michael Schur. Yeah. Amazing. Great. Brilliant. What is your three hours left? <laughs> what, is, what are you stealing our signs over there? Baseball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, curveball. Curveball time. Yeah. Go for the go for the tough question. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be really tough. No. Um. So Michael Sher, I love him. Yeah. He's great. He's brilliant. Okay. So rank his sitcoms. All right. What's your technically his? Okay. So, so he, what he I, didn't create The Office. So he that didn't. But count. he's involved with it though. I mean, he yeah, he was a writer. He was, he was I a, think he was the head writer or showrunner. Never the head writer, but um, all right. So, but, we'll, so well, we can include the office. We'll include anything he's been working. He's worked on Office. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, The Good Place. Yeah, and is that it? Um, so far, that's that's. I four. think those are that's the great. four. Those are the big, big, big ones. I'm sure um, he's done more stuff that we just don't know about. Yeah, but those are the big. <clears> ones. Yeah, you're right. This is tough, you know. Um, I think um, my top one's The Good Place. I think it's perfect. I think it is actually perfect. Whereas The Office suffers from what a lot of TV shows suffer from, is they hunt for money and then they peter out and die. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, The Office should have ended season seven when, when Michael left. Spoiler I... alert. <laughs> <laughs> God um, damn it! You, you know, but it. like, yeah, it should have ended with him leaving because Jim and Pam were already married; they had kids. Like, it was, it was the yeah. show was already over. All of the yeah. stuff they promised us at the beginning was concluded, and the last thing was Michael to get his happily ever after. Yeah. and it should have just ended. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, I have not been as much of a diehard fan of. Mm-hmm. I've seen most of it. But I also have a sneaking suspicion that that's also pretty close to perfect. It's really good. Um, like I'm pretty sure I haven't seen the last season, but I'm pretty sure I didn't they're see gonna the last season they're, they're gonna nail it. Yeah. Um, and that's usually my standards for TV. Usually come down to the last season. Okay. Um, right now, if 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 a TV show can nail their final season, mm-hmm. they a lot of the other stuff is forgiven. Um, that like I, that bothers me or something like, <clears throat> um. But yeah, so just to go back to the list, right? So mm-hmm. I think Good Place would be number one. Number two is The Office because it's just I feel like that's one of the shows that changed my life. Um, and Parks and Rec is probably third. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine is fourth. But not. But it's all but very close. They're all very very close. Like I mean, Parks and Rec has Parks and Rec is also I think relatively perfect. Yeah. Um, like I, I really agree. love that last season. So did I. Um, hacks is really really good. I, I didn't know he did hacks. What's the last one? Oh, he did Master of None too. Wow. I also love Master. I love all those shows. He he he's really really incredible. He's really good. So even if you're ranking the bottom one, it's still freaking incredible. It's like way above oh, yeah. so many other like other any other comedy. You know, no. Um, I mean, you think of the, all the best comedies in the last ten years. He's been a part of all of them. All of them. 
So it's like you gotta something. Yeah, one hundred. You gotta you gotta look at the evidence. One hundred percent. He has been. That's kind of the magic ingredient. He it's. Yeah, anything that he touches is basically it's really great. Hax was fantastic. That's so funny that you talk about the last season too, because I feel like Seinfeld, which I think is the gold standard, yeah, for sitcoms most likely, Mm -hmm. is. It just kept getting better and better yeah. and better and better. And then it peaked with its second to last episode. I think we can all agree that the finale for Seinfeld isn't it was not what anybody wanted. It wasn't what anyone wanted. It was very, very And I think that's the point though. You think so? I think that's Larry David's point. <laughs> really? His 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 last fuck you. <laughs> Literally. I mean, like yeah. that's that's yeah. what that's who he is and like he was just kinda like, wouldn't it be funny? If we pissed everyone off. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right about that. Like, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's the thing. And also, just like, I think it's funny that they all ended up in jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Again, you know, spoiler They're repulsive alert. people. Like, you know? Um, and I think it's always Sonny took that and then took it to the to the moon. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something right now. Cool. And shoot me if you want to, but. Please don't, actually. Um, All right. Uh, I've only seen probably less than 10 episodes yeah. of, of It's Always Sunny. Yeah. I'm not going to shoot. Okay. That's okay. I'm not, People love it. It's a great show. It's very, very funny. Um, I think I think what that team's doing is really fascinating, too. But, um, but yeah. We're not talking about theater anymore, man. Well, no, I mean, yeah, that well, cool. We did. For Everybody a while. okay? We still have we still have the audience. Yeah, don't worry. Our fifty listeners. <laughs> I said I worry about man. All fifty well, of them. Well, I'm going to pull in a lot of other people. Oh, of well, course you are. This is the finale. Got it. Oh yes. Yeah, okay. You're perfect, going off perfect. the air, right? Nah. What are you going to do? We had a good run. Um, but yeah. Um. I could talk about TV forever, so you, no, no, you no, want no, to keep I talking know. about TV. No, 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 I know you could. Well, <sighs> I well, I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I know yeah. that this is what yeah, you, you enjoy. You read my short – I did a short Seinfeld play. You did do it, and that's the thing, and I'm I'm waiting because I told you. Yeah. You wrote you got to play George. A hundred percent, I need to play George. If yeah. I was going to play anybody, I, I Another I one of my to. small dreams is to be able to do stuff. With little, do my stuff with little theater locally. Uh, yeah, yeah, locally. That's yeah. like right now my one of my small, small dreams and goals. Like I wanna, cause I just think that like, I don't know. There's, I I guarantee you, there's other people in this city that have that have art that they would want to share. They'd want to do, yep. not just me. Mm-hmm. And it would inspire other people to write other things. It would inspire people to be like, hey, this kid did it. Maybe I could get up on that stage. Yes. Maybe my stuff could be seen. Yeah. I just think that opens so many doors uh, for so many people. And I, you know, maybe one day they're like, well, that'll happen. But, you know. <laughs> well, that's good to know. This is, that's a verbal contract right there. If any, everyone heard I just that. Think it'd be funny. So. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. you'd be you would be great. It is the George Costanza. I would love yeah. to be the George Costanza. It'd be fantastic, and then <laughs> I could so just retire. And, yeah, that'd be and it. And I would do this full time. Well, this podcast, like I said, the space. <laughs> it's. I mean, you must be getting paid a lot of good money for this. Yeah, this space is. Gorgeous. I mean, who else do you know that I mean, has six guitars? I, but like, I'm making fun of it, but actually, it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Make fun of that. <laughs> 
Well, that's like this you... this this art piece here. No one can see this, but this is really cool. I made uh, that. You made that, Jared? Yeah. That's yeah, sick, man. Yeah. That's I really mean, cool. I didn't paint. You put it all together. That's great. I, you know what we can do? I think what we'll have to do is when I create the Instagram page, yeah. we'll have Jared. It will be like MTV Cribs, <laughs> and it will be Jared going yeah, around yeah, yeah. showing the the one one seven studio space. Yeah. I love 117, it. 117, that's cool. Yeah, 117, yeah. right? I'm down. That's the name of your production company now. Yeah. 117. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's sick, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. We got a little stage. Yeah. We do have a little stage. We should live stream maybe you do an like episode. WSAR. Yeah. You know? well, I mean, I <laughs> the Bragg and Bridge on, Camp. I am working on a, uh, a singer-songwriter venue. That's cool. Um, a singer-songwriter? So, yeah, so I, again, but now you've opened my mind up to expanding that yeah, that'd be it cool. Have to be I don't want I don't want a cover of it. I want I want people to go to the Do original work, like kinda like an open mic, but it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Do a song like, from, from I guarantee you there's so many people out, out in this area that are just sitting there with their <laughs> documents on their computer not knowing what to do with it. You know? Well, yeah. Come on down. Yeah. We'll put you on. Cool. There's a line. There is a line. It's not very long, not but long. there's a line. <laughs> well, like, showing up where you'd wait for the line to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd choose the line. Yeah. You'd be like, this one's not that bad. <laughs> exactly. uh, you know. I can do this. I can, I can, wait. I can wait behind two people. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Isn't it crazy? Speaking of just, this is a random thought, but speaking of lines in general, do you believe that people pay like $250 to just wait in a line at amusement parks? <laughs> yeah. For like thirty seconds of a ride, True. but yet here I am, like just this weekend, talking with my wife about we gotta go back to Disney. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like what is June. that about? <clears throat> you know what is that about? What is that? What does that say about the hu- human experience? <laughs> That's what yeah. we're basically we're we're paying to stand in line. Stand in line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hotline. Yeah, hotlines, hotlines, exactly. But now yeah. the queues are interactive, though. That's true. So that's how they. That's how they. You have an interactive advanced, queue. Yeah, interactive queue. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um. So now, Cam. Yeah. We're gonna wrap it up. Oh boy. Kinda but sad, this is man. this is. Are you ready for this part? Okay, I'm nervous. You, no, I can tell. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> yep. <Do> some <laughs> warm ups. So this is now the quickest minute in podcasting the quickest minute the quickest okay. minute in podcasting it's do. everyone's favorite the fans yeah. they just up. scream for it okay they love it it's cool. called the quick change clever okay thank you clever. so no that is very <laughs> clever so it's the quick change yeah great you have a minute to answer all right all the questions that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be one minute. Yeah. The timer will start when I, the timer will start. Yeah. When I finish the first question. Okay. Okay. Tense. All right. So <laughs> everyone prepare. Do we have our time guy? Oh. All right. We got it. We got the time guy. All right. This is the quickest minute in podcasting. It's the quick change. 
What is the first show that you were in? Uh, Mimi in St. Louis. What was the first show that you saw on Broadway? Les Mis. What is the next show that you will see on Broadway? I don't know. What is your favorite musical? Probably Sunday in the Park with George, first one that came to mind. What is your favorite play? Oh, God. First thing that came to mind was, uh, <laughs> who is Sylvia? <laughs> Edward Albee. Okay. What is <laughs> insane play? your favorite role <sighs> that you've played? I really liked playing Benedict, which do about nothing, um, and I'll stick with that. Okay. What is a role that you haven't played that you would like to play? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying also not to do that these days. Do you consider yourself an actor, a singer, or a dancer? <laughs> I sing a little, but I'm not a dancer. Okay. And what? who would play you in the movie of your life? Um, I think, you know, I don't know. But I know who would play my dad is Matt Damon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you don't know who <laughs> they weirdly him. look alike to me. I don't know if they do in in real life, but they kind of look alike to me. Okay, so then Matt Damon's son, if he has one, will play you. Yeah, it would only seem to work out that yeah, way. Yeah, that way. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Well, there we have it. This was dope, man. No, I appreciate I appreciate you coming by. It's this amazing. I'll do it again. Yeah, definitely. We'll have you come by when yeah. uh, you make some headway. Yeah. Can't wait with, to be uh, the co-host. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Let's exactly. Do a playoff. Playoff. Oh, playoff. We're, oh, we're, we're gonna a do playoff. a playoff. I love it. Do I have to do anything? Nah, just sit. Just no. sit and listen, baby. Yeah, sit and listen. No, just, what, uh, what about Jesse Plemons? Oh, I love him. Jesse nah, he'd be great. Jesse I think Plemons, Plemons would, yeah, he would be, be great as me. Yeah, yeah, he he would be great as me. Actually, yeah, that's that's we just answered. Jo- Damn, well, that's cool. Joey answered that question. Jesse Plemons. I look at you. You look at me. No, no, no. I just said it for you. No, no, no that was great. He's a great actor. There's the play. There it is. Is this an Eli Bigelow original? This is an Eli Bigelow original. He's great. I love it. This is so this is so good. Yeah. You know, I just think I think what you guys need to do is get a different host. <laughs> that's then, like the one thing that's missing. And then uh, it will take off. And then I think it really go places. That's uh, fine. <laughs> you guys. Word that comes to mind and the song. Curtains. <laughs> you guys can replace me, and I'll just be working on Annie too. 